This podcast is not meant to be informative or educational and has the potential to be completely irrelevant. This is Property Jam. Welcome to Property Jam, where we talk about all things the human side of property. And today, we're going to be talking about... Uh, what are we talking about, Niall? We're going to be talking about <laughs> <laughs> the pros and cons of service, or, uh, rent-to-rent versus investment. Yeah. I'm doing my hand gestures and everything, wow. because this time I remembered what we're talking about. <laughs> yeah. Just, just about. Good just about, yeah. We had to do a second take there, because none of us could remember what the topic was. <laughs> Um, but we are live It's going to be a cracker, guys. It's going to be amazing. we are talking about rent to rent. And uh, Joe, would you like to kick us off? What is rent to rent? So rent to rent is where you rent something and you rent it out to somebody else. Oh, Please you don't, mean be too don't be too educational there. Oh, sorry. Um, so it's, it's renting to rent, basically. Uh, you find normally uh, someone who is typically, I guess, a distressed landlord. Um, you rent the property or uh, rent the property off of them and you um, rent it out at a higher price point and pocket the difference in cash. Um, does it work? Yes, yes, of course it does. For income, money in your pocket and all that good stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I mean, no, I think we can all openly say that none of us actually do it. Um, and I guess, should we talk about the reasons why we haven't ventured down that route? Can do, yeah. 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 Because I think, well, I, I considered it um, for quite a while at the beginning. Because, Did you? Yeah. Well, because it seemed like an easier way in. Um, I didn't have any money. Why? Because of cash immediately? Yeah, exactly. I didn't really need huge lump sums of cash for deposits and stuff. Um, and it just seemed like an easier fix. Living in London is much easier to maybe invest locally, which could be another topic all in and of, in and of, of itself. itself. In and of itself. Um, but yeah, in the end, I thought it just seemed like it was quite labor intensive. Um, Why? Because of the setup? Because of the setup, because of the sourcing, because of Just the, because you're lazy. <laughs> How very dare you tell me I'm... Yes, I'm very lazy. How very dare me. (laughs) How very dare you. Um, Yes. So you find that rent to rent is very time consuming. Well, in my opinion, uh, people that are doing it may have other views, but from what I have seen, um, it just seems like a very labor intensive type of strategy because you have to be... Because the margins are quite small, I reckon, um, if you're renting a property from someone... Um, to then rent it to someone else. Granted, you can take a buy-to-let and rent it as a HMO, providing you've got everything in place. Um, you might get a bit of an uplift, but you still have to take into account that you, if you wanted, if you weren't self-managing, can you afford to pay someone 15 18% on, t- on top of that for management? Yeah, that's right. So I think, th- I think you have to self-manage in my view. Yeah. It's setting, setting up a business, isn't it? Yeah. yeah. So rent to rent, in my view, is becoming a letting agent. Yeah, you are. It's not a passive income. It's not a uh, an investment which just pays you every mm. single month. It's, You're exchanging it's a, your time for money, aren't you? Yeah, I'd yeah. say so. Mm. Yeah. I can totally see the benefits or why people would do it. Because like I say, I did think about it myself for a long time. But yeah, I think maybe you're right, Matt. Maybe I just was too lazy to actually go down that route and it i wanted to own the properties myself as well yeah i wanted the asset at the end so yeah it might it might have taken a little bit longer to find the first one um but then i've still got that asset and it's mine well i think it's quite all yours i think it's quite a faddy thing as well because i remember when 
we got into property, rent to rent definitely existed, but it wasn't as, I guess, mainstream as it is now. Correct. There are so many people out there. Why are you looking at my microphone, Dodgy? He's literally hovering. What are you doing? Are you adjusting? Are you twisting me? Twisting is, is her, oh, that's made all the difference. Is her dot in the wrong place? She's, <laughs> a lot, she's a lot louder now, which probably we didn't want. <laughs> Yeah. Made it it's, her laugh is uh, very dangerous <laughs> with the old pop shields. Yeah, there she is. She's uh, leaning back because she has to. Yeah, when you laugh, you've got to lean back. I have to lean she back. She breaks back, otherwise. Um, anyway, as I was saying, it wasn't what as were you saying, faddy. Rent to yes. rent wasn't as faddy as it is now because when I teach a lot, um, questions I get asked is continuously like, oh, how do I do rent to rent? Or how do I do service accommodation? Or how do I do rent to SA? And I'm just, I'm thinking, where has this come from? It seems to be the social media, youtube epidemic that swept the uh, property investing market. Yeah, I think there's, there's always a fad that's going to take an interest for a period of time. Um, whether it will stand the test of time is yet to be seen. I think rent to rent's probably been around for quite a long time, um, and it's just become very popular very as popular. A, a low money down, in, well, almost said investing strategy, but a low money down property strategy, mm-hmm. which can give you income. And I think it can do, and when it works well, uh, it can give you a lot of income. Yeah. And uh, in terms of learning about property, learning the ropes, it can be a fantastic way for someone who's got the time but not a lot of money to really cut their teeth as an agent um, so when they're ready they can then start buying their own properties mm-hmm. and uh, yeah I've also I've seen it work really well I've also seen people almost go under because of these types of deals because yeah. um, of issues between the, you know, the, the the owner of the property the landlord refusing to do works to properties yeah insurances, um, insurances uh, mortgages mm-hmm. all of that which has to be in place to yeah. be able to manage that property on a guaranteed yeah. rent basis See, I think there's a probably that's where a lot of people fall short because there are going to be so many additional considerations where you don't have control of that property. You have to take in all those into account all those other things, mm-hmm. um, and that can be risky, particularly on the finance side. Because if you're doing it under the radar of the, the you know, the, the the financer on the property, that could be a huge risk, right? Um, yeah, but and you I guess might not necessarily know. You might not necessarily know that, but, and I guess, but I guess the bigger risk is actually on the landlord themselves because if they're knowingly doing it, mm. um, if you're only technically renting the property from the landlord, um, I know you you could lose the deal very quickly, but you've just lost whatever money you put into that contract. That's right. Whereas the landlord could potentially lose the house. Yeah. Um, There's a lot more at stake. A lot, there? lot more at stake. I think perhaps it's just like anything that we've that you ever and think about doing is just get trained on it. Mm, just find find someone it. that's doing it really, really well yeah. um, and learn from them. Use them as your mentor, your coach, your trainer or whatever. Yeah. Um, I, like, I think it is becoming more and more popular, like you just said. Um, and I have seen some people that, at least from social media, appear to be doing well. Yeah. Um, whether that is the, going back to the FOMO thing we spoke about last week and they're just willy waving if you like i don't know um mm. but i'm sure they can't all be just willy wavers that some of them have to be you would assume being successful yeah for sure but i think that's what i mean about fad is that every investor network meeting i go to now everyone's going up to me saying i'm like oh, what do you do and they say oh i'm doing rent to rent in like southwark or i'm doing rent to rent in such and such or i've just started a rent to rent business i'm like why is everybody doing rent to rent because for the same reasons I said, it's easy to get into. You can go out there See, and find. See, I don't think a, it is. Well, you can go out there and find a property uh, and take control of it really quickly because you don't need to go through a purchase process. I get that, but it just negotiating it, setting it up, and then having the time to do it. I don't think it's easy at all. 
No, I don't think it is. Yeah. But I think it's, it's how it's easy. sold. It's I like... think some people think it's easier than it buying is. a property. Yeah. yeah especially when they don't have uh, mm. the capital. And actually, there are some areas where buying property to do buy to lets and HMOs, um, even SA, won't work. So London, yeah. Brighton, for example, it doesn't work to buy anymore mm-hmm. um, because the numbers don't stack. That's right. Um, rental be- cover alone. Because of rental cover, exactly. Mm. So you won't get your mortgages. That's right. Yeah. So there's a big demand still for accommodation mm. so in those areas uh, it's, there's a lot of uh, well if you're good at renting out properties and good at finding tenants and working with tenants and you're a people person and a systemized person then um, then you can be really successful in those markets where it's then hard to buy and you just work with the existing property owners so you leverage their assets to create your own asset which would be your own business there's a chance though that people that are doing that type of thing um, and i would say there are probably a lot in those areas brighton london etc um that are probably unaware of the implications or what they should be doing for example having hmo licenses having all the yeah. everything in place for that side of it or the 90-day rule when it comes to london uh, essays in london and mm. stuff so you know i think there's a potential that people are doing it without actually knowing the full repercussions of it or knowing the full week, well, they know what they're doing and they're uh, just oh, well, yeah, under just, the radar. Yeah, yeah. just pretending mm. they don't, yeah, yeah under the radar. Um, but I think it can work really well as you know, building an asset base, <coughs> which is your business. So when it comes to rent-to-rent portfolio, the value in that business would be the the length of the, the lease that you have on the property. So yeah. mm-hmm. if you can sign up a landlord to a 10-year lease where you guarantee their rent for 10 years and then you can run your business based on that lease, that would be exactly the same as... Um, any other commercial style business where it's based on you know, your um, you know, yeah the, the, the value of that lease yeah mm-hmm. so there is value and the in revenue it generate gen- if they generated, can do it yeah definitely. but if you're going to do that you have to go hell for leather and make that your prime your thing yeah your, 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 your prime business yeah if you if you do it as a stepping stone to investing I yeah. think you're probably not going to you're probably always going to want to be investing, therefore not putting your all into the rent-to-rent. And yeah, and I think that's what the, the conversations yeah. that I'm having recently, because, you know, people sort of come along and, you know, you're, you're, you're teaching them and they just sort of say, oh, I was thinking of getting started with rent-to-rent before I, you know, buy the first investment property. And you're like, well, what, what gave you the impression that that was the, the kind of stepping stone? And then the, the answer is always the same. Oh, I don't want to have to raise the money. I haven't got any money. And I think there is a view out there, particularly with the younger generation, I would say, who are just looking to dip their toe in, in in the property world, that it's perceived that it's the it's a way in. Do you know what I mean? Like that's 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 a way to get started. And you know what? Maybe it is. Because I suppose in terms of route to cash, maybe it's a little bit quicker, possibly, possibly not. If you've got a younger person that perhaps isn't yet eligible for mortgages and doesn't have anyone that they can lean on for um for being a, a mortgage host or maybe someone that has bad credit history, that type of thing then potentially it is yeah. an easier way right. in yeah. for a period of time. Yeah. Um, just to give, and it, and it gives them the experience and the, the knowledge of actually dealing with tenants, dealing with agents, going through the whole process. Just not the purchasing process. Just not the purchase, yeah. Mm. Yeah, no, I agree. And I think it can be a really good thing for certain people. Mm. Um, but it has to be the right person with the right temperament. Mm, um, as I said, skills. take it seriously. If you treat it like a hobby, yeah. it'll pay you mm. like a hobby. If you treat it like a business, it'll pay you like a business. Yeah. yeah. Maybe cliche, we should get someone on who actually does it and get them to talk about well, it. Well, I can think of a really successful rent to SA um, example. So, so Someone yeah. that actually knows what they're talking about. Yeah, yeah I think we probably should. <laughs> yeah, there's, there's, there's some quite nice examples, actually, um, where I think having spoken to them about their successful project, 
what they tend to say is it's very much a labor of love. Yeah. Um, and this is rent to essay specifically. Um, it's it's a labor of love and the time required because they they do have a, an asset based portfolio where they've you know they've got equitable stakes in their portfolio yeah but they've done this as like a secondary strategy and it works really really well but that's where they put their time everything else is passive so it's mm-hmm. almost like they've said they've done it the other way around they've got the the sort of capital sort of sat there doing its thing and in, in the portfolio and this has been like the next step of their business what was i going to say i don't know I've forgotten now you look who really the hell knows you're looking up at the ceiling like it's going to give you an answer. It's not written up there. No. 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 And you wouldn't even see time. it that far up without your glasses anyway. That's true. <laughs> Which I've left in Devon. Have oh, you? Oh, you mm-hmm. donut. Is it with your suitcase? <laughs> no. no, that's in Portsmouth. <laughs> we don't know where that is. <laughs> well, yeah. Might be Bristol or London, not sure yet. <laughs> so silly. Oh. So what were you saying or thinking? You don't know. Um, I don't know. <laughs> that's hilarious. Okay. Literally complete... Would, well, here. how about this is the question then. Would you consider doing it? Based on the fact that we've all got portfolios now, is it something that attracts you as a strategy? No. Well, that's interesting because what I was going to say... Oh, there you go. ...was, was that... Um, oh, it's gone again. <laughs> no. <laughs> no, it hasn't. Um, once you set up your portfolio and you're good at letting you're good at SA, uh, then you've got a scalable business and mm. it will scale quicker by adding the rent to SA or the rent to rent uh, put to your portfolio. Mm-hmm. So once you've got um, you know, a portfolio of properties, you're letting them out, then to scale your business, it's essentially setting up a letting agency and doing guaranteed rent, mm. um, or essentially just yeah, renting other people's properties uh, uh, you know, on their behalf. Say. I was at a networking event a few weeks ago, and one of the guys that's on that, uh, that was one of the main speakers, um, is very successful doing rent to rent. Just rent to rent? Yeah, just rent to rent. And he wasn't one of these guys that was telling you all the great things about it because he made some really big mistakes at like the beginning what? um like uh, rented properties from landlords and lost thousands and thousands of pounds because the deal fell through or he was ba- the property was taken away from him after a few months and oh things my like God, that really? um so yeah he learned the hard way um and made lots of mistakes um but now has a, an extremely successful portfolio um and that's all he does is rent to rent so Although I'm sitting here saying that for me, it's not something I want to do and I couldn't, I don't want that labor intensive type role. Mm. I don't think it is labor intensive for him anymore um, because he's made it such a success. Yeah, he's made it uh, such a large business that he can have the staff. Exactly. Yeah, Yeah. like anything else. Well, yeah, if if that's your Mm. aim, then go for it. Yeah. So, yeah, so maybe it works if it becomes its sort of passive business it sort of sustains itself but you have to do the initial setup like you would with any business when you start out but mm-hmm. you have to have the business focus in the early days yeah yeah and i think that's the shiny penny syndrome thing that that's not what a lot of folks realize when they start out with it how much energy it requires yeah i agree i think there's some somewhat a bit of fomo coming back to last week's Ooh. episode whereby they see other people being successful at it as you say, and they think that's the thing for me. Mm-hmm. And because it's a fad, everyone seems to be doing it, yeah. uh, rent to rent and rent to SA, um, that they just jump on the bandwagon. As you say, don't think about the consequences of the amount of time and maybe the amount of capital required because if you don't have any, any capital or anything, any money behind you, um, what happens when the, when the property's empty or when um, you, know, you, ha- you don't have the bookings? In the off season, you know, service accommodation is great 
if you look at it over a few years, but there'll be a month where you lose money. Oh, mm-hmm. yeah. So uh, you've got to look at it over the longer term. So can you sustain that when you're starting out? So just those things need to be considered very carefully um, before you get starting. Mm-hmm. But also the whole myth around raising money that, because to me, if you sat down and explained the process of raising money and then you explained the process of setting up a rent-to-rent business, I think raising money is a bit easier in my head. Well, it is because we've done it. I don't know. I think I still think in terms of time and energy and commitment, one one is literally setting up, like you say, a, a business from scratch. And the other one is very much raising finance to do a property deal. It doesn't feel so. Even though you're building a business, it's it's part of, it just doesn't feel as as big. Do you know I what think, I mean? Well, I don't know. I think I might slightly disagree with that because I think that was the reason why I was looking into SA, not SA, sorry, rent to rent in the first place. When I started, but is that you was because I did. Well, I didn't know any different. I didn't know how easy it was to raise money. Um, in my view, at that point, that was uh, the rent the to rent was the easiest option. Yes. Yeah, so. But what I mean is now you know, and you're looking back with your wise head, your wise, <laughs> wise head, experienced investor head on, and you sort of you 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 broke down the processes and you looked at both of them on paper. Mm-hmm. Um, I think it's more fear of raising capital yeah um that that actually stops people but the process itself probably isn't as full-on yeah um as perhaps setting up a rent-to-rent business perhaps it's one argument i i think that's how i see it now like you say with hindsight yeah but what i find the most difficult is that sorry every time matt leans forward to say something sorry (laughs) it's all right he'll just forget what he was gonna say anyway (laughs) he's looking up at the ceiling i found it i found it quite difficult at the beginning to um explain to agents what the hell i was talking about when i was trying to get a rent to rent (laughs) thing because it's it's trying to use language that they understand that it's not like rent to rent or whatever um I found that very difficult and that kind of scared the shit out of me when I went into a few agencies and then because <laughs> they were drawing blank faces they were bl- drawing blank faces saying <laughs> uh, no we don't do we don't do we don't do that that's uh, what do they call it um, subletting subletting yeah. I'm like no no it's not subletting if it's you can take that out of the contract blah 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 and I'm like yeah. no no subletting we don't do that we don't do that here <laughs> I'm like I don't know what to say oh god <laughs> it's like when I went up to Grimsby and they went no we don't do it chimmers no we don't do it chimmers I fear we're like really okay fine yeah it turns out they do just really badly uh, <laughs> <laughs> they don't do HMOs no they really don't well they shouldn't do HMOs it's not really uh, yeah sustainable demand anyway moving aside that aside yeah so for someone <clears> trying <throat> to get out of their job if they think rent to rent is the solution, mm-hmm. potentially, but it's creating another job. At least that's in the right. interim, yeah. yeah. In the interim, right. yes, definitely. Yeah, definitely. However, so is property investing because we've created ourselves another job. Yeah, you've built a business out of it, haven't you? But a lot of that's driven by passion as well. well. I think that's deliberate. It's out of choice mm. because we are thinking longer term mm. about the larger portfolio that we're building mm-hmm. and how does that get managed and the people that are involved. It's not that many people. You know, we're talking probably staff of five to ten mm-hmm. and that can run a large portfolio. Um, so we're building that in now so that when we get that amount of property, that it's it's just managed and, and well, you know, well done so that we can go Step on holiday. Step back and do what you want to yeah. do. Mm. Have a family yep. for me. Well, mm-hmm. that's kind of happening sooner rather than later in your yes, case. Yes, it is. So there's a bit of onus on us to um, pull our finger out this year mm-hmm. and get cracking. Which, isn't it? yeah. Yeah, we're doing that, aren't we? Yes. Yeah, he's just saying whatever Matt says. Like, yeah, sure, whatever. Yeah, I wasn't yeah. listening. He wasn't probably, listening. Wasn't yeah, listening, it's fine. Yeah. yeah. It's, hmm. it's definitely not on the long finger. <laughs> 
It's on the shortest one. On the shortest, on the pinky. <coughs> I'm going to show a picture of your long finger because I, I, I did take some footage of it earlier. So, um, listeners, look out for that on the Instagram. So there's, some, there's something Niall's to look finger. forward to. Long finger. I think his long finger was directed at Matt as memory serves. <laughs> <laughs> Gently is. <laughs> so, we're all saying that really it doesn't appeal to us in the main as something to do. No. And I think... I think the one thing that's missing from it, like you said earlier, is you don't have that equitable stake in it. So it doesn't feel like it's yours. It almost feels almost intangible. Like you can't, it's it's like almost like commodities. It's just a thing, isn't it? It's mm-hmm. not, you can't touch it. You can't feel it. It's not yours to enjoy the capital growth from. So there's definitely a significant element missing from it. Well, the element could be fixed by using lease options. Oh yeah. And again, I mean, that's, that is an episode in, in and, and of, of itself. itself. But it, it, that, I mean, you can get sort of a bit of capital out of your lease options. You can. But all of that's faff and set up as well, isn't it? They really work if you get them right. Well, I would do a lease option over rent to rent Same. any day. Now, see, absolutely. Because you have control over the asset. Exactly. And yeah. future control over the asset. That's right. I would, I, would actually quite, I would actually quite be happy. No, I would be quite happy. There we go. <laughs> You'd be very happy. Yeah, I'd be very happy. I'd be delighted. <laughs> Shall we go with delighted? That's easier to say. <laughs> yeah, yeah, delighted. So okay. <laughs> <laughs> well, right now it is. <laughs> yeah, no, I think um, a lease option definitely appeals over rent to rent. Um, there's something about um, because you can set it up in such a flexible way. Um, mm-hmm. A lease option, you can kind of pick and choose well, you, how you want to do it. It's a blank piece of paper you right? start with, right? That's so you it. just yeah, yeah. And if you want like a significant capital gain out of it, you can design it that way and negotiate it. Mm-hmm. And if you want like a decent income from it whilst you're retaining control of the property, you can do that as well. I mean, that appeals much more to me. Um, yeah, certainly over just the sort of the, the one trick income I, yeah. business. I think, a, I think that's probably because the lease option, like owning the property, is just a little bit more secure than the rent to rent contract. But also think about the value of the business. Say if you're setting up a rent-to-rent business that you're looking to sell on the future for a large amount of capital, mm. yeah. if you're selling that contract with the option to purchase, mm. then actually that st- has more value mm. again. Mm-hmm. So actually as a rent-to-renter, you would probably want to go for the lease option first. Yep. You can't get the lease option, then go for the guaranteed rent for yep. a period of time. Um but I think the relationship with the owner of the properties is paramount. Because mm-hmm. if you don't have that, then I think you're a bit stuffed. Well, it's the same for whatever strategy you're doing, right? You've got, to, you've got to find a way to negotiate it appropriately and set it up so that everybody wins from it. Well, actually, That's a skill set. As an investor mm. and developer, we are looking at rent-to-renting our own properties mm. onto other operators mm-hmm. in a few different areas. So you are the people they're renting off of? Correct. Right. So... For example, there are renting off of renting off of off of not renting from no off of off of okay off of just to clarify should look that one up in the dictionary off of off of how do you pronounce off of off of and there's our English lesson for today, guys. I'm so glad. Okay, so we are looking at social housing. Oh yeah. So his eyes went really wide when he said that. He got quite excited, didn't he? Yes. Whereby uh, a charity or an organisation can rent the property from you and guarantee a fixed rent, and they, you know, take over the property. They can use it for their purposes, and uh, also looking at rent to SA, whereby we have a property uh, which is then rented onto SA 
provider. Now, see, that appeals to me massively. And in fact, I was looking at a deal recently in my one of my little patches. It was a 17-bedder. That was exactly that. So you're buying the, the property and then there was a charity already in situ that needed the lease renewing that were just ready to go from day one. And mm-hmm. it was a lovely money generator. Someone got in there quicker, though, than I did. So eh, never mind. But yeah, very attractive because it's cash from day one. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, I, I agree. Those types of deals um, make sense because it guarantees the income. And you, now I looked at the numbers of what um, this particular person could make by renting the property as SA, and it doubles the turnover. And you might think, well, why don't you just do it yourself? Mm. I'm not an SA provider. I don't no. really want to be. Could I get more money out of it? Yes. Could I, um, d- do I really want to do the hassle for that? No. It is a bit like a shiny penny thing, isn't it? It's shiny penny because that's not what we want to do. I'm building a portfolio. We're, bu- we're building an asset base that is going to be around for a long period of time, which goes up in value, which has an income now. Mm-hmm. And on that particular deal, it was appraised based on being an HMO. So it will still make the same amount of money that it was going to make as an HMO, mm. just without any of the hassle. And then but be also you've on got else. to make sure that the interest in it is there, because I turned my hand to SA for a very short period of time a couple of years ago, and there was very limited demand, because the city I was operating in was still very much a guest house, B&B environment, hotels. It just, you know, Airbnb hadn't quite landed. Um, and so what I was finding was I was getting occupancy, but only at the weekends. And it was really frustrating because you'd have a week of just no occupancy, therefore no income coming in. But you'd laid out sort of, not lots, but, you know, enough money for towels, you know, the bedding, um, the cutlery, the crockery, the, you know, appliances, all that stuff just in the interim. Um, And it just, yeah, I think I just broke even in the end Um, because it was only for a short period of time, about six months. Mm-hmm. Um, just between between projects mm-hmm. and yeah not not the right market for it at all so you've got to be confident in your market well i forgot to mention we actually are sa providers and we have an sa in in scotland do you yeah did i know that yeah we, uh, probably oh. you can go and stay in if you want in edinburgh okay well, we'll, we'll discuss room rates mates yeah, rates please indeed. thank you yeah um what do you mean rates <laughs> yeah exactly Fruity. just give us the keys yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and a complimentary bottle of wine uh, hell yeah yeah well uh, yes, yeah, so we are SA operators, um, and having we use an agent, and having seen what the agent does, and the information that we get through, the delay in income coming through from Booking dot com and the way oh, it that works with Airbnb, well, Airbnb and Booking Both, com, yeah, yeah. Mm. Uh, it's is very much um, a bit of a minefield, and it works really well. Mm. very hard to keep track of not just that I feel it's when you open yourself up to that market I think one of the pitfalls is that you are at the mercy of the customer and the reviews because it's suddenly starable and rateable and all the rest of it and if your property for whatever reason doesn't meet their perceived expectation from the pictures or the glossy brochure or whatever um, then all of a sudden it's a whole new world it's that business appraisal isn't it people mm-hmm. and and it's, it's out there in the wider world so again we had that and it was just you know and what you'll find with those platforms is they tend to favor the customer meaning the temporary tenant the guest not you so is is rent to rent then and service accommodation more of a business strategy For than me, a property strategy long. i feel like it is all day long i really do so it's not yeah okay yeah. that makes sense so it is in the property industry is using property assets to generate income mm-hmm. without owning them but it's not passive so, it's so, not it's passive. A, so you're building a business not a property portfolio yeah. So yeah. It's a business. and yeah. it definitely works if you get it right and you get the right market there's no doubt about it um but i, I just think there's, there's more to it than meets the eye initially i'd say yeah okay. um yeah and, and 
I still like owning stuff. Yeah, me too. I yeah. really do. Yeah. Order. Order. Yeah, yeah. housekeeper, house collector. Maybe if some of our listeners are doing rent to rent, they could let us know how they're getting on with it and yeah. why they do it as opposed to what the, the ups thing. are, what the downs are. Yeah. yeah. Or if we're talking it. a complete load of rubbish, then also let yeah. us know. Are we just completely and utterly wrong? It's not Com- a business, it's just a lovely little property strategy. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> no time at all. Easy. Yeah, do it. Do it. Don't do it that far wrong. Yeah. <laughs> Well, no, because we've spoken to people, haven't we? And, yeah. you know, that's the general perceived message. I, th- I think it's just, I've, I've noticed that it's definitely very topical. Um, yeah. And people think it's a nice way to get started, but I don't think that is necessarily true. Mm-hmm. I think it, it's, when you're starting, there's one of two paths you take. You either want to set up a business or you want to invest in property. Mm-hmm. So pick what, which one you want to be and then do that. Because you could do a rent-to-rent business for five years and still own no property. Mm-hmm. You've just missed out on five years of capital growth. Uh, you've, um, yeah, you, you just haven't built your asset base, and you're heavily reliant on them one market, one business. And I think the also, if you go down the business route, you also have to have a, a certain love or commitment to property, and you can't really just do that half-heartedly. I was going to say, as an investor, you can you can love live, you can like love it, it right? from, from time to time mm. and hate it from time to time. Mm. And uh, you can walk away from it yeah. because it is more passive. That's right. Mm-hmm. So with the business, as soon as you do that, then it falls over, and you're yeah, you, you get into a whole host of trouble. So mm. yeah, I think is pick what you want to be, and and then go for it, half or leather. Because I don't believe one is easier than the other; they're just different. different. Correct. Yeah. Oh, what a lovely way to finish! I think. I think you're right. Yeah. So um, without further ado, I think we're going to say goodbye for this episode of Property Jam. So it's goodbye from myself. My name was, was Matt Baker. It was and Matt what Baker. Is it now, what then? is it now? Matt Baker. <laughs> <laughs> still. Surprise. And it's goodbye from me. I was Joe Atgar. I'm still Joe Atgar. And I will always and forever be me. Bye. Bye. Amen. <laughs>Come and jam with us on social media where you can hear more and see more on Facebook search Property Jam Podcast. Or you can follow us on Instagram at Property Jam Podcast. Or you can email us at propertyjampodcast at outlook.com. See See you on the next next episode. episode.